You're welcome. <laughs> Don't forget to check the second page. <laughs> What's up, Trash Pandas? Welcome to In Addition, where we try our best to find the treasure in the trash with your hosts, Tony P, Mike, Steph, and Swan. Slide us into your weekly podcast feed, or we'll wind down your Wednesday nights at twitch.tv slash pod. Hello, what is up, Trash Pandas? Hi, happy Wednesday. Uh, or wherever, whenever you're getting this in your ear holes, happy day to you. Uh, it's been an interesting night. Um, <laughs> I'm coming to this topic in a different mental state than I was when we first started the show, but let's tell, let's, let's talk, let's tell some contails. Uh, so <laughs> this past weekend for me, um, which was the last weekend in March, I was down in Richmond, Virginia for Galaxy Con, uh, which is exciting. It is the biggest show I've done in a while where I've actually set up as a vendor. It is also the first show of my Comic-Con season. They usually start for me around March, and so we're kicking it off, and then I'm busy through a lot of April and May, and then obviously, as you will hear us talk about for so many weeks, uh, <laughs> Dragon Con in September. Uh, but it was interesting, and it's been fun. It's there is an energy at shows that is indescribable, and this extends to all of our introverted and extroverted co-hosts and listeners, uh, but there's something really neat about it. Um, but what I especially want to talk about tonight is the uh, shows are changing, shows are evolving, and I think there are a lot of positives to that, but it's definitely a less certain space than it was for me maybe six to eight years ago uh, when I was starting out. Um, so mainstream shows, especially like this, uh, you have a lot of variety. Dragon Con again. I'm just going to put this blanket out there. Dragon Con doesn't factor into any of these conversations because it is one of a kind and no show that I've ever been at has ever existed like that one. So just put that to the side. We all know. Um, but there are there are big pop shows that are a lot about collectibles and stuff like that. There are celebrity shows where the main focus is going to meet celebrities, get pictures, get signatures. And then there are shows that are more geared towards the artists and comic book creators specifically. But what I've been noticing uh, in this is that there's there's also been a blur in what used to be a very separate comic book shows and anime and manga shows like a more of a one that was geared towards that specific type of media. And they're very much combining now. A lot of the people that I interact with are anime and manga fans, and they're there for current anime and current pop culture stuff related to that. And so it also means that there's a lot of new people at shows. So mm. I'm kind of curious, just now that y'all have been at Dragon Con for a few years and you kind of have that getting to see the cosplay, getting to see all that. Like, I would love to talk through what your thoughts are on it. My my one final little addendum to that is um, throughout the entire, so this was a three-day show, throughout the entirety of a weekend, there was only one unpleasant interaction with one set of people who don't understand social cues. And I'm just so happy because what is essentially the old guard of people being shitty to artists and other attendees are dying out. Let's and it's go. just so goddamn refreshing. It's <laughs> just so amazing. Uh, so yeah, uh, I can happily talk about things that, that happened over the weekend, but I'm, I'm curious about that aspect of it. And since you are all in pop culture world, what you see it going forward as. So, so 
I would love to hop in here first because the most recent con I went to was South by Southwest, mm. which uh, like conventionally is not really yeah. a con, right? Uh, because it's it's kind of like what if what if a con were for live music? Um, and so like each bar downtown, right. hosts different showcases during the day. And there are 2000 bands that come and play during South by, uh, it's crazy. It's a week long, uh, bands play from 12 noon until 3 AM every single day for six days straight. Uh, and yeah, like it's a lot. Yeah, quick, and, quick question. I'm sorry, because I'm kidding. Yes. Lost Lime is kind of one of the same thing. It looks more like media coverage, like more in an event than a con. My question, is there a singular space where like there's so stuff? There is a convention center Austin. aspect to it. <laughs> but to Steph's point, the music part of it is all of downtown Austin. And okay. so like... If you think about each venue as being a booth, right? Uh, so each bar in downtown Austin is its own con booth uh, that is shared by four or five different bands on a different day is kind of the way that I have restructured my thinking of South by Southwest. It's a lot more like you walk the con floor and you look at the band set that like you you happen to be walking by and you hear the band and you stop and you watch just in the same way that as you're walking the con floor you stop in front of someone's booth and you take in the art yeah yeah and that is how i restructured my brain this year for south by and it was a really enjoyable single day experience for me because I had a lot of work going on. And so I couldn't take the whole week like I normally do. Usually I have a spreadsheet and like, I have to be at this venue at this time. And then I need to like, uh, it's a 15 minute walk from this venue to this venue. And so I'm going to find a scooter on the way and like, it'll only be six minutes or whatever. Right? Like I have this whole thing mapped out and I know exactly what I'm doing from noon to 7 PM every single day. And then the nighttime is a surprise, but like this year I decided, what if I treat it like artist alley? And I just kind of walk around and see what happens and see where I'm at. And like, uh, something that I noticed is that a lot of bands sound like the Pixies right now. <laughs> like a lot, a lot, a lot of bands sound like the Pixies right now. That's um, funny. And, but and I, so I'm sorry. Cause I'm curious, like when yeah, you're walking yeah. down the street, you can hear them playing and go, Oh, yes. okay. Second question. Do you pay each venue or do you have like a pass? It's all something? free during the day. It's all free. It's all 100% nice. okay. free every single venue and every single venue has a, a set from 12 to like to six. And so every band gets 45 ish minutes. Uh, so you're playing probably you've got like 10 bands at every single venue. Wow. Um, it, it's Just the bop, bop around and yeah. Yeah. The logistics of it are insane, right? And I, the first time I did South by Southwest, I was roadieing for a friend's band. And we played 
10 shows in four days. Oh my gosh. It was fucking exhausting. <laughs> Uh, and I mean, these shows were starting at 1130 load in, right? Uh, but we had been out until 4am because uh, Travi McCoy from Gym Class Heroes was doing a secret show with Andrew WK. And so like, we had to go to that, right? Like, and Obviously. Travi McCoy broke the stage because he invited too many people on it and the whole thing collapsed. And so Andrew WK played on the floor. Oh my like, gosh. No barrier, right? Like everyone is like, jumping off the cabs like it, it was crazy right and like these are the things that would happen at south by uh and then you would wake up to be able to load in for 11 30 for your friend's noise punk band uh the very like six hours later like it was it was too much but also <laughs> incredible and the type of thing that like happens at a con like dragon con right uh you happen to walk across a robot rave and then all of a sudden you're up until 6 a.m and dancing with gigantic robots like it just the shit, right yeah but so like doing south by southwest like an art con was really really fun for me this year I'm glad you, Steph, you got, well, I was going to say, I'm glad you enjoyed that. That's, that actually sounds fun. Like, I might enjoy that. Like, just bopping around. Like, that sounds cool. Yeah. Steph, no you go or, perfect. or is that one you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've gone down. Like, I, yeah. Um, not the product not, for you. It's not. Um, I don't really like lines, I don't really like standing. Um, I like yes, walking. Yes, I hear. Yep, like, Same. I love standing walking. and walking are two totally different activities. <laughs> yep. Um, yep. Standing hurts me. Walking, I'm okay. Yeah, and it's not like music for me. I like watching music that I know. The discovery of new music is something that I would like to be part of. Like I would like to enjoy that experience and like seek out that experience. Um, but like. Mike heard, heard a guy that he thought I would like, and he sent it to me, and I was like, yes, I do like this. And that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> I liked the MP3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it, I on, like Spotify. it on Spotify. At home. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and it's, I mean, this was a thing, like, Mike took the day off work, and I couldn't. Well, I mean, I probably could have, but I didn't. But yeah, it was yeah. a very intentional yeah. focus yes, thing exactly. for Mike. Like, yeah, that's cool. I was just kicking, I was like, there ain't no way. So no <laughs> also this year has just been so much more exhausting than any other year. So it's like it kind of snuck up on us and then it was over. Yeah. And I will say in the before times, uh, Steph may say that she like doesn't do South by, but she discovered ranch water at South Ooh, by. Yeah, I did. Or did ranch water discover me? And <laughs> let me tell you, uh, I have never seen someone enjoy so much South by as Steph enjoyed <laughs> with ranch water. I mean, it was like 95 degrees out and I was hanging out with Mike's cousin because he went to see like he went into the music space to see the band. And we hung outside of the music space and they kept bringing over free ranch waters. Yes. And we were like, okay. That sounds <laughs> it amazing. Day? Am I the only uh, one that before, maybe. doesn't know what that is? Because um, I'm looking at Swan. She's like, yeah, hell yeah. I didn't know it ranch until water. Dragon Con last year where oh, I was that's like, funny. I was there. Oh, I still don't know. Oh, it's tequila, seltzer, and lime. 
it's really fucking tasty is what it is it's so good it's a it's a not sweet margarita yeah i drank a bunch of them before the botched show (laughs) (laughs) it can only be so tasty like don't bullshit me like oh it's so tasty it's lime it's lime like i get it's not (laughs) imagine cracking like a a a nice room temperature seltzer water Uh, I, if you like them cold, imagine cracking a nice cold seltzer water and like how thirst quenching that is. And then also surprise you're drunk. Yeah, that's the best way to say it, it was like, <laughs> hey, you know what? I've been walking around con all day and like I don't just want to drink more out of my water bottle. I would like some bubbles because that's nice. And oh, also, I drink, I'd like to be drunk. I yeah. drink three of these pretty fast and I haven't eaten in like six hours and I feel <sighs> great. Hey, L. Hanley so is great. here, who says uh, good tequila is yummy. I'm not a big tequila fan. I think that's where you guys are losing me. I'm like, Meh. so I no, I don't taste it. I, I didn't. Ta- it was one of those where it was that's the it's problem. The cur- Well, yes, the <laughs> the balance is really good. It's one of those sneaky ones where I'm like, it drinks like a seltzer water yes. and nothing and s- else. And then you're drunk. <laughs> and so are these. OK, Lost Line said it's a hard seltzer. So these are prepackaged. Yeah. Or you're but okay. You're not like making good. your own ranch water. No, no. You can though. Right. You can get that at one of the places here. Um, you order a ranch water and they make it. But like that's the thing you have to be careful of is some of them are basically just like hard seltzers that are that malt alcohol. Bad. Not good. Because that's that sweet, gross. Like, what's that thing? Aspartame. No. Fina. What's the what's the drink? Uh, the seltzer, the gross. Oh, uh, not truly the other one. Yeah. White Claw. Oh, White Claw. White Claw. It's like that ah, White Claw taste. Yes, I had one sip of a White Claw and I was like, <laughs> nope. Where, um, uh, what a bread. Hey, bread. Where hey. just, there's no laws when it comes to the claws. <laughs> uh, back to cons. Um, I mentioned, Kat, was it this segment? Last thing? I don't know. Uh, Megacon is this weekend in Orlando. I went to Megacon last year because I was like, I haven't been to a con in a while. I'm getting out the house. I love cons. Let's go. Yes. And I got there. I was like, ah, uh, uh, uh. so a couple issues. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, now, funny enough, I ran into um, Shanda, Shanda Panda. Shanda Panda. I literally like I, I bopped around for the day. I had an okay time. I was like, all right, man, I'm done. It's time for me to get out of here. And I'm like at the door. And part of that experience was, oh, this will be interesting. I'm like, nobody knows me here. I'm just a stranger in a strange land. And so I'm in my own little tunnel vision. Uh, and and somebody called my name. <laughs> in fact, I was wearing um, my Seuss. Was I wearing a hat? I was wearing my Seuss T-shirt from Gravity Falls. And someone's like, hey, Tony. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Shanda, what are you doing here now? We caught up for a minute. It was great. But um, ran into her. But to your point about cons, I don't know if they're changing or this is just my experience at Megacon. But Megacon is very much a corporate convention in a gigantic super convention hall um, on like stone, like a convention hall floor. So it's just cement. Concrete. It's just a giant thank you that's what it is concrete, <laughs> giant concrete cement hall which to me already just doesn't feel very warm and welcoming um and it's just aisles and aisles and aisles and aisles of vendors 
and and then like the, the art starts here then the vendors are here you kind of get lost in just aisles and aisles and aisles of stuff one thing interesting it was the first con i saw that had tattoos yeah. and i was like oh that's kind of neat that's been a newer thing again it's this weird like types of conventions are starting to merge together because there was always a tattoo con that was specifically like just for that there was always like anime cons that was just for that and it's very much like the world you know, are meshing as you say that uh oh i was looking at your show that you were at um and megacons the same there's a bunch of wrestlers mm-hmm. and there's always been that like geeky wrestling overlap but i feel like it's a very big part now Instead of here's a couple wrestlers and then there's a wrestling con. Now to Swan's point, it's just that's thrown in too. Um, and I, I feel like the corporate part of it is just uh let's not specialize, let's just have one giant super conglomerate com and and make a bunch of money that way. Uh case in point, parking at Megacon is like 30 bucks this year. They're like, you know, you can pre-order parking. I'm like the the ticket I don't know what the tickets are for MegaCon they're easily sixty or seventy you know and which that's fair but then like thirty I'm like eh. so this is this is very much part of the root of where I'm getting frustration from because I had a great time at GalaxyCon it was really refreshing it's the most <laughs> South show I've done in a long time and I was like everybody's so nice here <laughs> this isn't like the Northeast this is delightful. So, but all of that to say, like, it ran like a corporate convention and they had a whole email and a whole announcement that if you sign up for next year and book your table, you get a discount on it. But even with that, they're jacking up the price. And it's disappointing because what it feels like as an artist is the convention wants to do all of these things and bring all these celebrities and have all of this specific event. And the people that they're not thinking about are the artists and the attendees. Of course not. And it's the parking, it's the cost of admission and stuff like that. And I think what I'm seeing is so many of the shows are, at least for me as an artist in Artist Alley, they're pricing themselves out of what I can feasibly do in a weekend. I agree with you 100%. And like, that's a weird, it's a weird thing because I still love it and I still like, I had such an amazing time, but at the same time, I'm just like, I can't, I can't justify doing this show again next year. And And they're going to end up with nothing but vendors. Well, first off, when I go, I skip, honestly, I just skip all the vendors because I'm between me and you and, you know, the millions listening around the world, most of the current, and Hey, sorry if you're a vendor, most of the crap the vendors have, I can buy at home at a store online somewhere else. I don't need you. You know, I don't need to buy your marked up T-shirt. I can get it somewhere else. That's why I go straight to the artists and look at their stuff. I don't know them. I've never seen them. Um, but you're you're right, Swan. Those artists are going to get priced out. Artists that make, heck, you and I talked about this, but artists that make a $5 print, a $10 trinket, or a $5 keychain or something where you can go and, like, buy a bunch of little stuff and support some people and buy some stuff and have a good time, they're getting rid of all that stuff. Um, and with Megacon, unfortunately, the big draw is um, uh, celebrities. So, you know, the celebrities bring people in the door and mm-hmm. the celebrities are going to charge or whatever, however they work that out. I don't know if it's right. necessarily the celebrity, but, you know, that's that's your moneymaker there. And yeah, Megacon has 
probably 30 really big name, Charlie Cox, Vincent, Harvey, big name people that mean nothing to me because if I don't get an autograph from them, I'm not going to see them. And Megacon maybe has like four panels a day. They don't really do panels. Um, most of those celebrities are there Saturday only. They're not doing panels. They're not talking. I'd, I would go if I could see, if I knew I could listen to Gwendolyn Christie, you know, like yeah. I'll go see that. That's worth, that's worth, I'm paying the admission. Just listen to Just listening. Look, um, I'm paying the admission. <laughs> so I went to the Scott Marsters panel to listen, but I still had a good time. Even with your eyes? With my eyes. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. No, and that's listen with Baltimore. your heart. I listened with my Listen heart. with your butt. Yeah. Uh, he sang to us. I I didn't care. I was like, I'm in this mode. But Baltimore used to be that way. Like, some of the panels with celebrities were just these amazing, delightful experiences. Like, I went to one for the Green Power Ranger. And I was like, I don't have a personal connection to you. But it was delightful. It was fun. It was well-moderated. Like, so to see, like that kind of shift away where then the celebrities are also, you know, it takes a ton of money to meet them, but also they're not doing panels. Like it, I get it. And it is totally up to them and they never have to do anything, but there was yeah, something yeah, very yeah, yeah. special about that. And, you know, so something I texted to the super secret discord, like John Reese Davies before the show opened, just wandered around artist alley and was like, individually telling all of us like hey have a great show i hope you do great today like that was insane like that was such a beautiful thing i was like thank you so much for literally just taking the time to be nice to us like you know you didn't have to do that i'm i'm as we've talked about me trying to get back into things that i enjoy i'm trying to get back into moderating and taking some steps and reaching out to some people and putting some some stuff together um, and as I'm doing it, I'm like, are they, are, are conventions even still going to have panels? You know, like, but what I, what I think is going to happen is I think exactly to your point, Swan, they're, they're popular. And so they're making money. And so there's a billion of them and they're pricing themselves out. And I think that's going to pop. And then I think it'll come back down to earth with a few conventions that are quality and nice and fun and have all the stuff. Um, and not the everybody and their brother creating a convention. One more thing I'll say, and then I promise I'm, I'm done. Going back to the pricing. Somebody this year in Atlanta started a new con. It was like, hey, it's their first year we're doing a con. They had nobody there because it was their first year doing a con. They had a couple of like Atlanta-based celebrities. Like, cool, okay, it's a small con. No big deal. Small cons are great. $60 um, a day, like... Saturday, because I was in town. I was like, oh, I might drop in 60 bucks. I was like, you know, to see nobody. Yeah. And like your vendor hall had nothing. Like, because it's the first year I get it. But really, that's your going rate, you know? Yeah. So. But anyway, it's I'm a, off my you, you you laid a soapbox out. I wasn't. No, I did. This. Well, and I it's it's what I want to talk about because I need I need the perspective of people who don't sit behind the artist table all weekend because I know I stress about it and it's why <laughs> for as cognizant as I am of my small area, we have a bunch of small free shows that are free to the artists. And I at a certain point, if you want to talk actual numbers on it, I'll do better at those shows. Then I will at a bigger show, even though we're working with a fraction of the attendees. But it's because 
the ticket costs are reasonable because it's an enthusiastic area and it's a lot of people who wouldn't travel to bigger shows. And so it's been this kind of like, I'm still very happy I went to GalaxyCon this weekend. I met so many new people. I handed out a ton of business cards. I was able to network in ways that I hadn't with all the previous shows that I've done. But you asked me where I'm going to put my time and effort. It's going to be to smaller places that are wanting more of the community and the enjoyment that way than just the money grab of it. And I know that conventions are expensive to run. Like I, I get that, but it's the kind of keeping that in mind that at a certain point, like you can't just make all the money you need off of the people that you invite to the show. One of my favorite shows and back to Columbus, Georgia, maybe I should just move back there. I'm not going to do that, <laughs> but one of my favorite shows was sponsored by our space science center, which is run by a university. So um, the guy was like, I'm just doing it for promotion for the space science center. And I sell toys on the side. So we have a booth, but other than that, I don't care. It's just more of a community involvement thing. So the price, it was $5 to get in because that is the normal admission to the Space Science Center. And so it's like, uh, you just come in. It's just a way to get you to come to the Space Science Center. And then the one room that had so much. <laughs> the one room where the artist set up, I think there were four, maybe four artists. He tried to cram in a fifth. He wouldn't charge. He was like, I don't charge the artist, man. I don't care. I just want him to show up. So he would cycle them out. Like we would do it maybe three times a year. Um, and he would cycle them around. So everyone had a chance to come in. That's so and good, I was there to just help. I was like the, the MC of everything. <laughs> like, Here's, we have this, we have that, you know, and like would welcome people at the door and crap. Um, and every now and then if they had a, like a small celebrity, I would get to help with that or something, but it was the best and people would just come and hang it. Now. Yes. I know that's not Megacon. That's not it's night and day, but people would just come and hang out. You'd get a lot of families. You get a lot of kids, you know, they'd come in their costume. We'd give out some crap. We'd have a good time. Um, and a family could get in for like 20 bucks, you know? Yeah. And it was great. And I loved it. Um, so yeah, more of that. Yeah, I forgot. Al Hanley knows the Space Science <laughs> Center. I think it's something very important and very special too, because again, something that I have been shocked by in the last, we'll say four years, pandemic notwithstanding, like so many of the people I talk to at shows are brand new. They've never been to conventions before. They like this is their first, their first show or their first time coming to this show. And I just like there's part of me again, it's the educator part where I'm just like, I just want you to know that there are so many of these other opportunities out there. And I would love to see you be able to put your money towards that because shows like that, I think they're the ones that are going to survive once the bubble bursts. And once once these bigger shows and these celebrity shows price themselves out of the general public and especially all the artists, like that's what I want to come back to. And it's not that I want the popularity of our nerd culture to diminish. I want it to be reflective of the fact that, you know, there's a, the starving artist trope is a trope for a reason. Like, can we keep that in mind as we're doing these things? That's something else I won't even get into because I could go, <laughs> we, I could run us to the next segment, but there's no, there's no more nerdy and geekdom. It's all like giant pop culture now. And once it's all giant pop culture, it becomes much bigger business. 
And that's why you, you said people are coming in the first time because, you know, they didn't know if I'm not gatekeeping, but they didn't read the Daredevil comics. They watched the show on Netflix. And well, right. now the Netflix right. show is here at the convention, you know? Yep. So it's, I don't know. Maybe and I the times it's... are changing and back in our day. <laughs> My hope is, I'm sorry. I, I had so many thoughts on this, <laughs> which is pretty much just brought this topic so I could talk about all these thoughts I have. But like, I want the openness and I want the community. I want the people who just watched the daredevil show to come to convention and talk to me. Like you enjoyed the show. Amazing. Let me tell you about this one artist who did this run of daredevil where the art was so frigging good. Like, let me share that with you. I want that. I don't want the gatekeeping. I don't want the, you have to know this many things in order to be here. Like you liked one little thing. Awesome. Join us. That's what I want. <laughs> I have so many feelings. But yeah, I'm sorry, Steph. I feel like <laughs> I just I've liked I've enjoyed listening. My <laughs> only con experience is Dragon Con, so I don't really have anything to add to this conversation, Aww. and that's okay. If you had to do one though, you'd pick the best one. Like I would definitely just... pick the most one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's the one with 16 third places. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I hope, again, the fact that Dragon Con is kind of community owned, I hope that stays because I feel like a show like that will outlast the bigger shows and the money grab and all of those things. And so, you know, hey, cycling back to a, a thing that Mike talked about, you know, it's where I choose to put my money and I put my money into supporting something like Dragon Con rather than continuing to do other shows that don't serve me or the geek community. So, yeah. Oh no, my show the love went away. <laughs> Hang on, I have to retype it. Dang, um, you just like I know I, that happened. To oh, me you last meant the week. you meant the graphic went away. I thought you meant just the love you had inside <laughs> you. No, just diminish. Like you know what? Not today. Not today. No, I'm not full doing of it. Love. I'm full of love. Full of many things, but I'm full of love. But I'm especially full of love for KCD, Alex P, and all the horse girls. Uh, what's up with everyone using the damn initials now? Like, everybody trying to be like Tony P. Now you got Mike C and KCD and the, come on. No, if I don't even know Casey, I'm sure they're great. But everybody trying to take the do the initial thing now. Tony, your initial is your middle name. These are last names. But it's still a name and an initial. Swan's showing her love. Shut the fuck right, up. You're right, you're right, yeah, you're she's right, going to have a right. hell of a time editing this. You're I'm right. so Just excited. You want right. to start it over? Yeah, yeah. Swan, start it over. Wait, 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 let's, hey, yeah. let's go to. Hey, you know what else I love? I love KCD, Alex P, and the Horse Girls. Um, so I cannot thank them all enough. One, Casey was amazing to table with. It is so, so awesome to have somebody who is willing to put up with you for really long days all weekend. Um, but also it was just so much fun. And it was so cool to have people who just checked in on you and was like, hey, do you need food? Do you need water? Like, but also still got to enjoy their con experience. Like, it's the first time in a long time I could leave my table and just wander around and know that. Like, it's fine. It's it's all fine. And that was amazing. So tremendous, humongous thank you to all of them for all of their support and all of their help. Um, they constantly said they weren't doing anything. And I said, you don't understand how much help you are. Um, but it's, 
at the end of the day and at everything we've talked about, it is the community of people at the shows that make them this very special thing. If you're going to give up your weekend for 40 hours of a weekend, you want it to be with good people. And I could not have been with better people this weekend. And I'm just so grateful to that. So thank you all. Goodbye. Thanks so much for listening, Trash Pandas. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your platform of choice. And join the conversation with us on twitch.tv slash inadd pod at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, every Wednesday night. 